Hello and welcome to this audio edition of the Ex-Mormon Files with host Earl Erskine. Thank you for joining us. On each episode of this program, Earl, a former LDS bishop, interviews a former Mormon guest about their journey out of Mormonism and into an authentic relationship with Jesus Christ. These stories are encouraging, fascinating, and often moving. For more information on the Ex-Mormon Files internet video program, please visit exmormonfiles.com. That's exmormonfiles.com. And now, here's Earl. And hi, and welcome to another episode of the Ex-Mormon Files. I'm your host, Bishop Earl, and I appreciate you spending some time with us. Really pleased today to introduce to you Brooke Anderson. You're going to find her a very delightful young lady and just full of enthusiasm and, and a joy for the Lord. And uh, But what an interesting story you have, Brooke. And you were born and raised in the church, right? Yeah, um, I was born and raised in the church. Was that here in Utah? No, I was born in California. Okay. And um, But most of my, pretty much all the childhood I remember, I was in Utah. So yeah. we went from California to Washington. And by the time I was about two... We had settled in Utah and we okay. stayed here. Mom and dad active in the church, yeah. married in the temple, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, they were married in the temple. Um, my parents met on their missions in England. Oh, wow. Um, and my mom moved, was born and raised in England, moved stateside to marry my father. And they were married in the temple. Hmm. Um, we were always active in the church. Yeah. How um, many brothers and sisters do you have? Um, there's five kids. My, my parents together have five kids total, um, okay. and I have two sisters and two brothers. Oh, okay. So there's two boys and three girls. So you're just raised in the church and mm -hmm. just active in all the programs and yeah. primary? and Absolutely. Yeah. Um, even when my parents got divorced when I was um, just barely four, my mom, oh, really? uh, my mom took all five of us kids from ages 2 to 11 to the sacrament meeting in all three blocks by herself. Oh, wow. And, um, very dedicated. And yeah, very dedicated. To to the church, huh? Mm -hmm. oh. My dad would take us all to his ward by himself. Was it kind of hard, hard, on, hard on the family? I mean, they had yes. the temple marriage and all. Yeah, that was really hard. I don't remember much of the actual divorce because I was so young, but yeah. um, as I got older, my siblings would tell me like they remember the first time my parents sat down and like told them that they were getting a divorce and um, yeah. just how much that affected everyone. And yeah, it was always a question of our eternal family as sure. I was growing up because my dad remarried when I was six and had four more children with her. Yeah. And um, what so, did you think? That you would eventually work I, it out? <laughs> well, I asked a lot of people about that, and I was like, so, um, you know, what's my eternal family going to look like? Yeah. My parents divorced, my dad's remarried, and they, they're married in the temple, yeah. and, um, and they're like, you know... Um, God's just going to work it out on the other side. He knows, he knows the concerns of your heart, and yeah. um, you, it will be all right. You're not going to be disappointed. Yeah. And then my parents got a temple divorce when oh. I was about 10, because my mom was so going to remarry. even more fun. And like yeah. I was just like, mm. um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's that going to look like. <laughs> well, it's just one of those things I took on faith. Yeah. <laughs> so. Interesting. So you just, you go to seminary, I guess? And yeah. you have, uh, in fact, you, you to told me that you'd uh, started reading the Book of Mormon even when you were 10. And Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my oldest brother was preparing to go on a mission when mm. I was about 10, and um, he came to me one day and and said that he wished he would start reading the Book of Mormon sooner. Oh, and, so you thought well. And I, I was horrible at reading. <laughs> reading was like my worst subject, but I thought this is a great way to, you know, really just show my faith to God, you know. Sure. This is something I struggle, struggle with, but I want 
yeah. to have the habit of reading the scriptures every day. Yeah. So I went ahead and started reading the Book of Mormon on my own when I was 10. And I was raised with morning and evening family prayers. And sure. we, my mom would read the Book of Mormon to us every night. Oh, so. okay. Well, so did any any had any problems or anything with the church otherwise you just kind of um, it was just your way of life right yeah it was really just my way of life yeah. i my mom just always told me growing up that i was really blessed that i was born in the covenant and because yeah. she was a pioneer into the lds church and um a con a yeah she converted yeah. when she was 17. Well, okay. so um she was she just told us that we were always just really blessed to not have to look yeah. for the born, truth born and to be born into it, and, yeah. be born in the one true church. And, yeah. um, yeah, so <laughs> we, I, at, in middle school and high school, when I really started to, um, go into like young women's and yeah. stuff, um, there was a few things that I struggled with. One of them was polygamy. Mm. I really, I didn't understand. Yeah. Polygamy. You just heard it, I guess, at church, or you was um, it something talked about? Yeah, or? it was. I mean, it was openly talked about yeah. for my yeah. family. And Figured you'd have to live it one day, maybe. Or? Um, I really prayed that, you that I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I honestly, I prayed as a teenager in high school that I would never have to live it. Wow. Um, <laughs> and I talked when I went to seminary. I, I talked to my seminary teachers about polygamy, and I also talked to them about the blacks and the priesthood. Oh. I really struggled with that one. I did not. I did not understand it. Didn't think I had that was very godlike. Or no, something. I mean, I had a lot of friends growing up that, I mean, were had colored skin and were white, yeah. and I I didn't see them any different yeah. as me. Good for and you. so I really did not understand how a loving God would see them differently, yeah. um, and how they would be punished for someone else's sins, essentially from yeah, so far true. past. Yeah. And so. Um, my seminary teachers especially were just like, oh, that's a hard topic. You'll understand it as an adult. <laughs> and you'll, I didn't you'll understand as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then once I got married, um, Trevor joked with me once in a while, my husband, yeah. um, that what if they bring polygamy back? And I looked at him and I said, if they bring polygamy back, um, <laughs> I think I would leave. Oh, really? That I'm like, at that point, I wouldn't even care yeah. <laughs> if it were the true church. And I don't see how that's from God. And I think mm -hmm. I would leave. So after high school, you do get married. I do. Trevor, and uh, <laughs> you get married in the temple. I do. Um, yeah. We got married when I was 18, actually. Yeah. Did you uh, have to get special permission? 18, I guess, is no. old enough, isn't it? I had actually graduated high school a year early. Oh, okay. And I'd gone back my la that last year that I should have been there to finish seminary mm. at my high school. And then I would drive up to the camp college campus. Wow. And do Admirable. college during the day. <laughs> to finish so, your seminary. Yes, three or four years of I was a straight A student through seminary. Oh. <laughs> uh, the the scripture mastery and everything I knew them all. Wow. I you Good know, you. and I read the Bible cover to cover that year uh, when I was seventeen. Did you really? Um, and so, what was the motivation for the Bible reading? Um, I had only read parts of it, mostly the New Testament, yeah. and the New Test like there were parts in the New Testament that I just loved and. My favorite scripture actually came from the Bible mm. and John and I want and in seminary one day we were talking about being missionaries and talking to people who just believe in the Bible and I said you know I really want to be able to tell them and you're like yeah I've I've read the Bible because a lot of people I knew hadn't a lot of well, Mormons I would say a lot of people <laughs> haven't read yeah. the Bible yeah a lot of Mormons specifically just read the Book of Mormon yeah exactly. and D&C and they don't 
read all the Bible, just pieces. Right. Well, and so I really wanted to read the whole thing. Wow, good for you. So. How was the temple marriage? I guess mom and dad were thrilled with that. And um, at this point, like my dad was kind of out of the picture. I hadn't oh, okay. spoken to him for many years. But your mom was um, happy. But my mom you? was very happy because yeah. before Trevor, I was dating someone that I wouldn't have been able to marry in the temple. Oh. And so she was just really thrilled. Okay. Um, and Trevor and I met and were married really fast. When we met, it was just one of those things where it was like, we absolutely knew, you just knew we were the right ones for each other. And yeah. so why wait? Uh, we met and were married in one day shy of 10 weeks. Wow. <laughs> and we got married in the Ochre Mountain Temple. Yeah. And that experience was honestly a bit frustrating. Was it? <laughs> um, going through the temple? The whole going through the temple was very frustrating. Like when I went and received my endowments. Yeah. Um, he came with me. Sure. And um, the whole like when they would speak to you before you have your initiatories and then they speak to you before you go get your endowments and stuff like um, he just sat in the waiting room for almost three hours before we even went to the endowment session. Oh, cause yeah. And I don't know, it was just, it was weird. And when we were in the endowment session, I just started having panic attacks and I started looking around and I just told myself that everyone I know and love have done this and they come back. Yeah. So it must just be because it's really new and it's different and even though I, it felt strange and weird, mm -hmm. you would just figure everybody, you'd that eventually get to where you I were comfortable, comfortable with it. Comfortable with it, because it's just different. Yeah. And I never got comfortable with it. <laughs> it now that I look back on the experience, it, it is very strange. and, and uh, yeah, yeah, so it's very strange. Um, then it was just a couple days after um, going through the temple for the first time, we got married in the Ochre Mountain Temple. And okay. Um, I remember our ceiling very clearly. I was giggling <laughs> the whole time and Trevor was crying. <laughs> I was so happy and giddy I couldn't I couldn't stop laughing and he was across from me all teary eyed and crying. <laughs> so you spent the next few years, I guess, a couple of years uh, active and Yeah, and so being we spent the next good. um nearly four years yeah, active in active the church in the church and yeah. at that time we we have three little boys. Starting having children. Yeah. So what happens in life? Um, you know, that last year that we were active, church was getting really hard for us. Because of the kids? Because of just... the kids mostly. Um, yeah. Our oldest was two. And oh, gosh. <laughs> and we had a two, a one-year-old, and I... And a new baby. And I was, yeah. We were pregnant. I was, I was very pregnant and on bed rest, and I was oh. getting up and going to church still. But I was spending all three hours in the hall with my two kids because my oldest son couldn't handle yeah. just church. It was too much. Yeah. And um, I was to the There's point... There's not enough Cheerios for... <laughs> no, not enough Cheerios in the world to make that better. Um, and that last year, I got to the point where I was really dragging Trevor to church. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, and it was really hard. I felt like I was keeping the whole family active yeah. and it was a really big weight on me. Mm. I was getting the kids dressed, I getting myself dressed, um, laying out his clothes and yelling at him 10 minutes before we needed to be we at church, get dressed. Yeah, that's hard. And so um, right before I had our third son, we moved. It was just last minute out of the blue. We felt like we needed to move. Mm. And I was just like, oh my gosh, why are we moving? Like out of this house, out of this ward, like. Yeah. Um, but we moved and um, we had actually only gone to our new ward like two or three times because um, 
my pregnancy complications had gone so severe, I, again, I couldn't. I got to the point where I really couldn't even go to church yeah. because it was sending me to preterm labor. And then I had kidney stones that left me in bed for two weeks, oh, eight months pregnant. Mm -hmm. So we'd only gone to our new ward like two or three times. Um, and then I had our third-born son. Oh. And um, it was when he was three weeks old that um, Trevor's mom first brought up to us that she had been investigating or questioning the Mormon church. Now, we'll meet him next week, but he's uh, he's active and his family's been active in the church, right? I mean, when you got married yes. and all, oh, and yes. she was yeah. at the temple probably yes. when you um, were his mom actually said to us when we were engaged that she was extremely proud of us for getting married in the temple sure. and that we were, you know, worthy to go there. Yeah, right? that yeah. we were going to be really blessed for it and yeah. we were doing marriage right. Okay, and then so. so her sitting down with you must have been quite a shock. It had been quite a bit of a shock, but I had actually started to suspect it. Really? Surprisingly. In what ways? So. Um, when we were talking, she started uh, telling me that she, um, when she would talk about the temple, she talked about in past tense without realizing it. Oh. <laughs> and um, I, had, caught on to that, I had noticed that her she wasn't wearing her garments anymore. Oh. And I just felt it wasn't my place to say or ask, you know. But finally she sat you and, guys down. Yeah. Or? Well, it kind of slipped that she hadn't been going to church for a few months. And oh. Trevor was adamant in her telling us right then and there what's up what's up and yeah. it led to a three-hour conversation of doctrine basically and what did what did she say primarily she, the, I mean the first thing she said was um, the Jesus of Mormonism isn't the Jesus of the Bible and I turned around and I looked at her and said you're crazy <laughs> how can he not be the same Jesus he did the same atonement it's the same cross it's yeah. the same death I don't get how he's a different Jesus and she's like he's just not and then she talked about tithing and polygamy and Joseph Smith and uh, man, we went in deep. Covered a lot of stuff. We I went guess. in deep. Trevor we heard something. Trevor pulled out the laptop and he started looking up everything she said. And as soon as he was like okay with it, he was like, "All right, next, 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 next." You mean I I understand yeah. what you're saying and here's proof of it, yeah. kind of thing. And yeah. Wow. It made all sense to him, and I was. You I was like, still... my husband's left the church. <laughs> I was like, what do I do? I have three little boys, and yeah. now we're not going to have a, a worthy Mary. priesthood holder. Yeah. Uh, what do I do? Did you go talk to anybody? Um, you know, it was like, so that conversation was three hours, and it was about an hour into that conversation. I just said, if this is the truth, then it can withstand questioning. You know, that is such a profound thought. Yeah. <laughs> you, you really thought that. Yeah. And so if I really started listening. If it really is true... It should be able to withstand every question, scrutiny, or looking at. And so it. I was like, if it can't withstand every question, then it deserves to be questioned. Yeah. And so I started listening to their conversation, and it was at the end of the three-hour conversation. I said, um, I would like to talk to a, a Christian woman. <laughs> oh, you did. I did, and um, I had met um, a friend of hers that I knew was Christian a few times. A friend of Vicky's, yeah, Trevor's mom, and. Um, and so she called her right there, and they were over. Her and her husband came over and were sitting across from me and Trevor on the couch within 30 minutes. And it started another three-hour conversation. The same co oh, my goodness. Uh, so this whole conversation between um, Trevor's mom and us and then the Christian couple yeah. was six hours that day. Oh, my day. goodness. 
And we basically just laid out um, the differences between the doctrine of Mormonism and Christianity. Yeah. And I realized in that conversation that I wasn't praying to the same God Mormons were praying to. I had always... Your God wasn't the same one that mm -hmm. the Mormons prayed no. to. No. Wow. I never realized that Mormons were playing to a man who had progressed to a God. You I under never really understood? No, I understood that. the second part where we could progress to be gods. Okay. Um, but but I, you'd never really thought that, that this person I'm praying yeah. to used to be a Yeah. A I man. always believed in the biblical God. The God that had always been there, who created everything. Oh. That had always been my perception of God. And I looked at them, and I looked at Trevor, and I said, I don't know way, like if Mormonism is true or not, but I don't believe in their God. Oh, my goodness. That's and that insightful. is a deal breaker. Yeah. And though it wasn't like that moment that I left the church, it I kept going back to that. And, it's yeah. what made me look into it. Yeah. And did you start studying other things yeah. or studying these things that were brought yeah, up? Yeah, we did. The next day we went to a Christian church. Yeah. And that afternoon we watched... What um, did you think of that the first time you went? Yeah, I liked it. I was raised on Christian music, so it wasn't strange to me. I loved that their sermon was about Jesus, and everyone think went back to Jesus. And Didn't you? Isn't that so neat? Yeah. I mean, it's just so different because in Mormonism, it's I don't know temple work and yeah, home teaching and fasting it's, yeah, and tithing. Yeah, it's um, and what you should be doing, and yeah. you leave feeling guilty and not uplifted yeah. because you can always be doing more. And in the Christian church, it's just praising Jesus and the Bible, mm -hmm. and because you know you can't neat. do anything to save yourself. So that's right. I loved it, and it was the first time my husband had been to a Christian church, and he just, he didn't feel weird about it. He loved it. Wow! And so that afternoon we watched um, uh, Jesus versus Joseph Smith documentary, oh, yeah. and we also watched the Bible versus Book of Mormon. Did this start making sense to you then, or was you know, it still it challenging? It was to you? emotionally. I was holding on yeah. to the to yeah. the Mormon church, and um, well, you can't believe that you've been thinking this way all these years and all of a sudden. I didn't want to believe I was so naive. Yeah, yeah me either. <laughs> so I, but after the Bible versus the Book of Mormon, I was like, there's no way the Book of Mormon is true. Yeah. And I just followed up a little bit online with that and I left it at that. And then I went to Joseph Smith and I said, well, if Joseph Smith is a prophet, then, you know, maybe I can dismiss that the Book of Mormon is not true. Or I can, least, yeah, you know, work around that or something. Yeah, but as I looked into Joseph Smith, I, you know, there are so many false revelations, and there's just that one verse in the Bible that says, you know, if there's even one yeah. false revelation, then they are not a prophet of God. And I just said, I can't ignore that either. No. And that's when I started reading Lynn Wilder's book. And my Unveiling husband, Grace. yeah, Unveiling Grace. And yeah. I started reading it to Trevor. And we read it together mostly. He hasn't quite finished it because <laughs> I read ahead. Um, and that. That's a wonderful story. That's a wonderful so, book. Yeah, and that book. Yeah, um, yeah changed my heart it transformed my heart god really? god used that to transform my heart and it he made it so i could just let go wow. I, yeah, I just let go of the mormon church yeah and it was so the day we talked to trevor's mom was may 16th of 2015 and on may 21st i had a miracle all my kids napped at the same time my oldest two kids like didn't nap anymore <laughs> i had a barely three, -year -old, three of them all at one time <laughs> yeah, an 18 month old and a, and a month one month old yeah and they had all napped and um, I put on God's Not Dead. I had watched it a couple months prior as a Mormon. Yeah. But I wanted to watch it again as my view change. Yeah, okay. 
and I watched it and the kids slept through the whole movie. And afterwards I just sat on the couch kind of just thinking about God and um, I just, at this point I like, I was like, I, I'm at a point where I have to make a decision. And I just asked myself, you know, is God worth, the relationship with God worth losing earthly relationships over? And I just... Because we know that happens, doesn't mm -hmm. it? Yeah. And I, I knew that was probably, you know... be tough, yeah. My family wasn't going to take it easily. Yeah. And it was something that crossed my mind. But I couldn't even hesitate that, you know, God is always worth any sacrifice. Yeah. And so right then I got down on my knees and I just prayed to him and I said, I'm giving you my life. I don't know what that looks like right now and I don't know if you're taking me out of Mormonism or what, but guide me and give me the courage and the strength to do this. There's so much humility in that and, and, and trust in God, yeah. isn't it? And, at, and that was at that moment, that, that was the first time I saw myself as a sinner. I mean, before that really? I was just transgressing you know i not I was, perfect but, not perfect but yeah. i wasn't committing any big sins yeah. you know and so you saw yourself as a sin yeah and it was humbling yeah. i didn't realize how prideful i had been in the thought of not seeing myself as a sinner yeah. and um so i just poured that out to the lord as well and and you kind of i think you expressed it this way you laid it at the a cross, yes, right? I laid it down. I laid everything down at the cross. Yeah. Um, all my sins, all my shortcomings, and my desire yeah. to do His will. And realize what He did for us. Yes. That we couldn't do for yes. ourselves. Yes. I realized for the first time that nothing I did was going to affect my afterlife. You know, that couldn't was, earn our. I way. couldn't earn my. And any, I couldn't earn yeah. anything in His sight. Yeah. You know. So, yeah, we don't understand grace as Mormons in yes. that sense of giving ourselves to God. And yes, he's it was, done for it's us. completely different. Yeah. And so, so life has changed completely yeah, for you, hasn't it? And, absolutely. Uh, there's a couple of things I know we want to cover really quickly. Yeah. We're running out of time already, but you have a little blog that you, I do. you do. Could you share that with us? And, um, yeah, um, it's um, a deep water and a flowing brook. Deepwater and a flowing brook. Yes. Dot com. Yes. Dot com. And um, I, uh, I just talk about our story as a family, finding out the Mormon Church wasn't true, and our transition out of the church. And it's really just about how God is working in our lives as we are transitioning and living in a Mormon community, and how we see God working in others' lives. Yeah. And 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 so. thinking back on how you lived. As a Mormon, mm -hmm. I mean, your relationship with Jesus. Yes, and, I absolutely address that in the blog uh, a lot about when I was Mormon and how I am now and, you know, yeah. specific things that brought me out of Mormonism. I go into a little bit of detail on that. Yeah. So when you read the Bible the first time at 17, mm -hmm. you, of course, were reading it as a Mormon. Yes. It was complicated. Just, yeah. And, and how is it now? Um, you know, I was reading it with a Mormon lens and I didn't make sense of much of it. And after I decided to just drop everything and read it like I was reading it for the first time. I opened it up and I just said, is this the same Bible? I didn't <laughs> think it was seeing, the same Bible. Seeing things it was so had. clear and it made so much sense. Really? Yeah, it's a different book. <laughs> yeah, I, I think we all agree with that. It's yes. just amazing. And even, I used to go back on my missionary scriptures and they're just totally different when you put them in context yes. and, and what they really mean. Yeah. Yeah. 
absolutely. So your family is, uh, of course, again, we'll meet Trevor later, but, uh, and you just got baptized. Yes, we just got baptized uh, this in past Sunday Provo in the Provo River. River. How was that? That was amazing. Um, it just felt so, just, you know, how they would have been doing it when Jesus yeah. was alive and you went down to the river. And now, do you do that to be saved? Did you wash away not. your sins? You know, uh, I was saved that moment I got down on my knees and professed that I was a sinner. Yeah. I gave my life to Jesus then, and that's when I was saved. That's so wonderful. But I got baptized um, to just to make a stance, you know, to say, you know, I have chosen to follow Christ alone and Jesus alone, and, and um, I'm doing this publicly because so many people are stuck in this religious culture yeah. and I just, I need, I want everyone to know where I stand. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? So, so was it chilly? It was freezing. <laughs> was it? Freezing. Cold My when body you was out. numb. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so exciting though, to, to go in there and, and Trevor was baptized. Yes. Guess we'll talk that was to amazing. About that. Mm -hmm. Well, do you, do you have some thoughts or things that you'd like to share with your family now? You have a moment or two to what would you say to them? Um, you know, I just say to them that just just listen. Be willing to, um, to be willing to listen. Um, none of my family has even listened. They, I, when I told them, they just said, "We love you, but don't. I don't want to know." But you didn't come out because you couldn't keep the commandments. No, we, we and didn't. because you wanted to sin and we drink came out because and of truth. drink coffee and I mean all the things that they just assume that we are not telling the exactly. truth about you but you're saying because of truth yes i came out purely because of truth and i wish that they would just um listen to my story of coming out yeah because um even if they don't believe it um god can plant a seed with them yeah so well you mentioned something funny about trying to find the church essays <laughs> yeah <laughs> You knew where to go and you still had... It still took me nearly 30 minutes of knowing where to go to find them, to link them in my blog. LDS.org, but they're there yeah. in your blog. They are in my blog if you yeah. need to find them. Uh, you know, there's so many <laughs> questions. Would you do anything differently at this point in telling family? I don't know how you shared this with no, your No, I wouldn't. You know, I, stuff, I did it one-on-one -on -one with everybody. And you? I just said, you know... We are going to a Christian church, and it's not because we are offended. And Did they want to know more? No. No, no, no one wanted to know more. So they're Comfortable where they're at. And what is, do you think God just kind of, I don't know, it's just, it's in a way humorous, I suppose. It's sad, really, but where people just won't, uh, you know, God just seems to touch our hearts and yeah, some uh, people. I, and, I don't know. I hope that one day he will... He'll touch their hearts and open their eyes too, and yeah. I hope that I can be a part of that. Yeah. But uh, meanwhile, I feel very blessed that He has chosen to bless my heart yeah, and open my got, eyes. Yeah. Well, Brooke, thanks so much. I know you've got the three little kids in tow and, <laughs> yes. and sacrificing to get up here today, and I appreciate you. Thank doing you so much that for having me. I'm glad I could come. It's a wonderful story, and we appreciate you spending time with us and. Uh, Remember, you are following the gospel of Joseph Smith and not the gospel of Jesus Absolutely. Christ. And there's a difference, a different Jesus and a different grace. So thanks. See ya. This has been the audio edition of The Ex-Mormon Files. The Ex-Mormon Files is a production of Main Street Church of Brigham City. For information about this program, including past and current video episodes, please visit exmormonfiles.com. From there, you can also download audio episodes of this program. If you have an ex-Mormon story you would like to share, we'd love to hear from you. Please write us at 
contact at exmormonfiles.com. Thank you for listening, and we hope you'll tune in again soon. Music